I'm Bob Boylan from All Songs Considered. The following is the audio from our latest Tiny Desk Concert. To see the video, subscribe to the All Songs Considered Tiny Desk Concert podcast or go to npr.org slash tinydeskconcerts. This is a lot of people in a tiny office. I love it. (laughs) I'm Taylor. Welcome to my tiny desk concert. Wow, it's great to be in DC. You guys uh, had anything exciting going on last couple weeks, or any any possible changes in play? (laughs) Do us a favor. um, Give a round of applause to NPR for putting this whole thing on. Tiny Desk is like one of my favorite corners of the internet. Um, And I I always love seeing, like, it's an opportunity for artists to decide a different way to showcase their music. And so you're kind of inundated by overwhelming opportunity and choices. Like, I I just decided to kind of take this as an opportunity to show you guys how the songs sounded when I first wrote them. So, so it's just me. There's, there's no dancers, unfortunately. Um, so, you know, I, I have this album that just came out called Lover. I'm real happy you like it. It's one, it's one of those albums where I wrote everything on one instrument first, so it's really fun to, to pick songs to do acoustically because they all started out that way. Um, and there's a song that I um, ha- had wanted to write conceptually for a very long time because over the course of my life, it has occurred to me that we have a bit of a double standard issue in our society. <laughs> It's, uh, it's something I've thought about about 700 million times a day uh, for the last 10 years of my life. And I was always just wondering, like, can I write a song about this? Is there a concise and catchy way to write a song about this? What angle would I take if I were to write a song about this? And so I decided the most fun thing to do would be to imagine what my life would be like and what people would say about my life if I did all the same things, but if I was a man. I would be complex, I would be cool They say I played the field before I found someone to commit to And that would be okay for me to do Every conquest I had made would make me more of a boss to you I'd be a fearless leader, I'd be an alpha type When everyone believes ya What's that like? I'm so sick of running as fast as I can Wondering if I'd get there quick or if I was a man And I'm so sick of them coming at me again Cause if I was a man Then I'd be the man I'd be the man I'd be the man They'd say I hustled Put in the work They wouldn't shake their heads and question How much of this I deserve What I was wearing 
I'll be separated from my good ideas and power moves. And they would toast to me, oh, let the players play. I'd be just like Leo in Saint-Tropez. I'm so sick of running as fast as I can. Wondering if I'd get there quicker if I was a man. And I'm so sick of them coming at me again. If I was a man, then I'd be the man. About breaking in dollars and getting bitches and models And it's all good if you're bad It's okay if you're mad If I was out flashing my dollars I'd be a bitch, not a baller They paint me out to be bad So it's okay that I'm mad I'm so sick of running as fast as I can Wondering if I'd get there quicker if I was a man And I'm so sick of them coming at me again If I was a man, then I'd be the man I'd be the man, yeah I'd be the man, oh Cause I'm so sick of them coming at me again if I was a man So um, there's a song that I wrote on the album that I knew as soon as I wrote it, it was going to be the title track. Just, and it was like, writing songs is strange because it never happens exactly the same way. But sometimes it happens in a way that feels like this weird, like haunting that you can't really explain. Like you don't know where these ideas came from and you feel like you didn't work at all to write it. To write it and that's the best, that's like the best kind of song. Um, and then there are most days you show up and the idea doesn't. And that's where craft, you have to kind of know the craft of it. And you have to try to like scrounge your brain for something to write because you're not always going to be inspired and that's okay. Um, there's a really good Elizabeth Gilbert TED talk about that. That is like <laughs> one of my favorite things to like cry while watching. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like with this song, it was one of those weird moments where I was just like, okay, this is just middle of the night. I'm like in my PJs, like stumbling to the piano because I got this idea. And the song just happened really quickly. There's a line in the song that I'm really proud of. Um, and the, the line says, with every guitar string scar on my hand, I take this magnetic force of a man to be my lover. 
And that line is really special to me because um, I've spent quite a bit of time writing breakup songs. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> songs about things not turning out the way you wanted them to, or songs about what you thought would be love and it turned out to not be that at all, or, you know, just kind of the struggle of life. I find songwriting is really just like a cathartic, therapeutic thing for me. And so there are a lot of things I've written about in my life that were like the harder things I've had to go through. So I took that as a metaphor for like, you know, the times when I was learning to play guitar and I'd like play till my fingers bled when I was a kid and I still have those marks from that. And, you know, all the times I'd be like changing a string and it would pop and I still have scars from that. Um, but it's also a bigger metaphor for like, in life, you, you accumulate scars, you accumulate hurt, you accumulate moments of, you know, learning and disappointment and struggle and all that. And if someone's going to take your hand, they'd better take your hand scars and all. Um, so this is called Lover. Christmas lights up till January This is our place, we make the rules And there's a dazzling haze, mysterious way about you, dear Have I known you 20 seconds, 20 years Can I go where you Dirtiest 
guys ever had costume changes at Tiny Desk? <laughs> um, so, over the course of the years that I've done interviews, um, which is I think probably about like 15 or 16 years now, um, I've gotten a, a question over and over again that I think has the like potential to seriously deteriorate my mental health. Um, the question is, what will you ever do if you get happy? Like, what will you write about? Will you just never be able to write a song again? It's an interesting question. Um, and, you know, in the, uh, like, interviews, when I would get that question as a young person, and I just, I'd kind of be like, well, I started out writing songs about stuff I had no idea about. Like, I started writing songs when I was 12 years old, and they were usually about, like, heartbreak. <laughs> I had no idea what I was talking about. But I had watched movies, and I had read books, and so I would just, I would grab inspiration from character dynamics, as you do. Um, and so I would say in the interviews, like, I'd probably just do that. Like, if stuff is going on in the world that's not just happening to me, like, maybe I could get inspiration from that. But then I'd go home and I'd be like, <laughs> what would happen if I was ever happy? Like, would, I, would, would I not be able to do the thing that I love the most in the world? Like, would that, is that, oh my, oh my God. Um, would I not be able to write breakup songs anymore? I love breakup songs. They're so fun to write. Um, and so then I happened to be writing this album, Lover, which is a very, very happy, romantic um, album. And I started, like, in my life, a few of my friends were going through breakups and we were talking. It's like those kinds of breakups where you need to talk to your friend all the time because they need to talk about it all day, every day. So I was having a lot of conversations about breakups. I watched movies that were really like well done about breakups. In some of the books I was reading, there were some good breakups happening. And so this all culminated in me like waking up one day with all these like heartbreak lyrics in my head. And I was like, it's still here. <laughs> yes. Um, so I ended up writing a song that was a breakup song on the Lover album, and I was like, this song is my proof that, you know, don't have to stop writing songs about heartache and misery, which for me is incredible news. Um, so this is called Death by a Thousand Cuts. <laughs> Flashbacks waking me up I get drunk but it's not enough Cause the morning comes and you're not my baby I look through the windows of this love Even though we boarded them up Chandelier's still flickering here Cause I can't pretend It's okay when it's not It's death by a thousand cuts Traffic lights, if it'll be alright They say I don't know 
what once was ours is no one's now I see you everywhere, the only thing we share is this small town You said it was a great love, one for the ages But if the story's over, why am I still writing pages? Death by a thousand cuts, flashbacks waking me up. I get drunk, but it's not enough. Cause the morning comes and you're not my baby. I look through the windows of this love, even though we boarded them up. Chandelier's still flickering here, cause I can't pretend it's okay when it's not. Like I was a bad drug Now I'm searching for signs in a haunted club Our songs, our films, united we stand Our country, guess it was a lawless land Quiet my fears with the touch of your hand Paper cut stings from a paper thin dance My time, my wine, my spirit, my trust Trying to find a part of me it didn't take up Gave you too much but it wasn't enough I'll be alright, it's just a thousand cuts Get drunk, but it's not enough Cause you're not my baby I look through the windows of this love Even though we boarded them up Chandelier's still flickering here Cause I can't pretend It's okay when it's not No, it's not It's death by a thousand cuts Traffic lights, if it'll be all right, they say I don't know. I have three. <laughs> that I don't know. Um, so, I was trying to think of what songs to do for this, um, and you get like, I think you get like four, so I was just like, <laughs> uh, and so, I was thinking about how it's autumn, and um, that's like my favorite <laughs> season. Um, and people on the internet have been like kind enough, like in like in and amongst the people who care about my music, have been kind enough to associate autumn with one of my albums called Red. <laughs> and um, you know, I guess it's just a very like autumny album. Um, and so I was thinking about that, like how it's so nice, the crisp fall air is happening. And, um, you know, I don't Google myself ever. <laughs> I recommend you not do it either. <laughs> but my dad does. <laughs> and he like will send me um, 
links to things, and every once in a while I'll see them, and that's the only way I get my news. Um, but uh, he's, he sends me these lists that are, like, very nice, um, like, ranking my songs, which that's really nice of people to do. I really love that people do that, and I find it really nice, and I'm grateful that people care enough to rank my songs. There's one there's one song that like I'm particularly proud of because when the the red album came out, there was this one song on the album that I was like, I'm the only one who loves this song this much. Because but it's only because it happened to me and it was personal. It's, no one else is going to like all too well as much as like and and when it came out on the album like slowly but surely over the course of that album's life and then beyond you know, you guys have made that song something that was way more than I ever thought the life of that song would be. And, like, I've just had so much fun playing it in concert and, like, screaming it with you guys, like. And, yeah, so so the fact that the song went out into the world and you guys, like, made it so that it's, like, always... I think it's usually number one on any list that's, like, <laughs> saying what my songs are, which is great. And I'm I'm happy that, like my opinion lines up with your opinion on that because that was probably my favorite song on Red. Um, and so I figured that maybe I would play it for you. Before, before I do play it for you, I just wanted to say thank you so much for having me. This is really amazing to get to do this and I'm honored that I was invited and the fact that this many people would want to cram into a space. I really, I understand the sacrifices that have been made for me today. So... Um, Here's a sad song uh, about the about fall. <laughs> I walked through the door with you. It was cold. Something about it felt like home Somehow and I left my scarf there It's your sister's house And you've still got it in your drawer Even now But your sweet disposition my wide-eyed gaze was singing in the car, getting lost upstate. Autumn leaves falling down like pieces into place. I can picture it after all these days. And I know it's long gone, and that magic's not here no more. And I might be okay, but I'm not fine at all. Telling stories about you on the T-ball team 
You told me about your past Thinking your future was me I know it's long gone And there was nothing else I could do I forget about you long enough To forget why I needed you Kitchen in the refrigerator light Down the stairs I was there I remember it all too well again but I'm still trying to find it after plaster days and nights when you made me your own now you mail back my things and I walk home alone but you keep my old scarf from that very first week cause it reminds you of innocence and it smells like me you can't get rid of it Remember it all too well Cause then we got again when I loved you so Back before you lost the one real thing you've ever known It was rare, you were there, you remember it all too well Remember it all too well 